Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of 700 radio show hosts included in the book, Radio Wants You, an intimate portrait of 700 radio shows that welcome guests. What a loser. And this is Interviews from the Past and Present, now available on JiggyJagwire.com. I was really surprised about that. Quick programming note. Uh, welcome back to the broadcast. This segment is brought to you by Go to Meeting with HD Vases. That's right. With colleagues working from home or traveling for business, getting everyone together for a meeting can be an impossible task. Believe me. I have the solution. Go to Meeting with HD Vases. Your team can meet face-to-face while online, no matter where they are. It takes only seconds, and it's so easy. Go to Meeting by Citrix allows you to collaborate on files and plans online. And with HD Faces, you just just need a webcam to turn your online meetings into a group HD video conference. Now you can participate on the go using the built-in camera on your iPad. Just download the free GoToMeeting app to join. Talk about seeing facial expressions and body language is just so much clearer. And uh, it builds a connection with attendees and it just enhances your communication process. I love GoToMeeting. We use this all the time. As you know, if you've been following me on Twitter or Facebook, I've been talking about all the high-level meetings we've been having recently with our uh, teams around the country. And uh, we use GoToMeeting constantly and it is fabulous start hosting your face-to-face online meetings today with go to meeting my listeners can try it free yes you can try it free for 30 days don't wait for this don't wait visit go meeting.com click on the try it free button and use the promo code podcast be sure to use the promo code podcast that's go to meeting.com prostitutes well at a fundraiser in palm beach and romney was heard on a live mic it was my early birthday present for hillary rosen to be critical of me as a mother and that was really a defining moment and i loved it <laughs> and the good thing is it's only monday time to get involved and get loud i'll see you back at malcolmaloud.tv on the world famous chicky chick wire show and uh, <laughs> we are just now getting to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Gregory Jackson, joining us. Uh, Greg, how are you, sir? I couldn't be better, Jake, now that I'm going to call you, brother. <laughs> now, we just got done uh, a little bit earlier talking to Congressman Tim camp on the big broadcast here. And he told me that uh, I asked him about the gas crisis. And he told me that we need There's a gas crisis? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> he told me we need to uh we need to 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 increase uh you know the oil reserves and uh he was talking to me about how the the tax code needs to be just completely scrapped when it comes to taxes. Um now that I've now that I've I've gotten the party line, what is your view? <laughs> well, I think you know, as much as people don't like paying four bucks a gallon or maybe five, if you got any listeners out in California or New York, I, I think that it's pretty, pretty much a, a, the least of our worries. Um, 
at this point. I know people are they're they're driving off into the you know onto the, uh, the the side of the road and they're cursing at the radios right now. <laughs> um, but the fact the, the fact of the matter is that you know gas prices and illegal immigration, uh, even our tax code. I mean, to me, yes, there's a moral basis for a lot of these issues. Uh, there's no doubt about it. They're important issues. But I believe, Jiggy, we've done this, had this conversation before. I believe that they're merely symptoms of a, a much bigger problem. So let's get the big picture here, okay? Okay. As, as we wrote about in our book, We Won't Get Fooled Again, Where the Christian Right Went Wrong and How to Make America Right Again. Yes, indeed. Hopefully your, your listeners will uh, go to won'tgetfooled.com if I could give a shameless personal plug for the book, because I think it relates to what we're <laughs> talking about right here. I love that. This shameless personal plug. I it's, love it. It's, it's just a shameless plug. <laughs> So you can go to won'tgetfooled.com, check out the video, read the A. Coulter chapter, which includes personal emails with me and my old buddy, Ann. But it goes to the very part of what we're talking about here. Yeah. Which is this, Hang with me here for a second, brother. Okay, I'll jump in there. When a society, when a society, the clock is ticking right now, okay? We don't have another, you know, 20 years to circle around the, you know, the, the wall and, you know, the walls of Jericho are crumbling now, okay? Israel, the walls around Israel, they're crumbling. This is a cold blue crisis in America. And then and, nibbling and around the edges, well, how, how, you know, should we reduce taxes 2% or 4%? Uh, you know, should, you know, uh, these, these are all secondary issues. The primary issue, Jiggy, that we all need to ask ourselves is this. Why does civil government exist in the first place? Why does it exist? I does it exist? No clue. Does it exist to give handouts to people who don't have jobs? Does it, does it, does it exist to monitor what kind of caloric, uh, you know, food intake we're going to have, like Michelle Obama launched? Is, is it, does it exist, you know, so that the government indoctrination factories, the public schools can take every, you know, belief in God out of your kid? No, government doesn't exist for any of that. Government exists to, first and foremost, to do what? To protect and defend inalienable rights, God-given rights. And until we get that right, then we're wasting our time talking about whether you know, we should import or export more gas or build more refineries and uh, you know, become less dependent on foreign nations. Well, of course we should. We shouldn't have been buying, you know, any gas from any of those murderous, you know, Arabic countries that seek to annihilate and destroy America. You know that, you know, for the for the past generation, we we, we could have become self-sufficient. But the real question is, are, are the heart and soul of America, which I still believe, are Bible-believing Christians? Okay, are 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 are, are, are those who subscribe to a Christian worldview, a Christian moral ethic? The question is, will they stop buying into the sham two-party system, Republican good, Democrat bad, which is basically, you know, you got a gun in your head. Which one do you want? You want the guy who, you know, thinks he's, thinks he's going to be God of his own planet someday, or do you, do you want the guy who already thinks he is, which is exactly what we have right now, right? Yes. Yes, indeed. I mean, do you want the guy who, who wants to put, you know, to establish government-run health care, with the tax subsidized abortions, or do we want the guy who already did it on the state level? 
I mean, there's no difference. They're indistinguishable. One's got an R in his name, one's got a D in his name, Republican, Democrat. They're the same wings of the same dirty bird flying in the same direction. The question is, will Americans wake up and realize that we have a code blue moral crisis in America? And will we, st- will we have the backbone individually to say, I'm, not, I'm off this train. I ain't going to do it anymore. Gee, I can't tell you how many emails I get. People saying, you got to choose one. Get on board. Your bomb is the worst. you got to get him out. Well, I'm, I'm not denying that the guy is, is the worst. He's, a, he's, an illegal, he's an illegal alien, ex-crack-smoking communist that is illegally occupying the White House. Duh. Anybody with half a brain knows that. But the question is, uh, you know, is, is God sovereign? in the nation, in the affairs of man. And I believe he is. I believe that Obama is just there to reveal the heart of, of America, and, and most notably the American church. He's revealing the heart of the church. It's not the other way around. So the question is, what is if there's any hope left for America, what do we do? Well, in my opinion, we major in the majors. We talk, we get to the nitty gritty. We get to the heart of the matter. And, 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 and this is a t- a, the turning point in our nation's history where people will have to decide for themselves individually, will we continue to buy into the same two-party sham system in America, or will we put principle above politics and parties and not compromise on the things that God says we can't compromise on? I'm sorry. Yes, call me a purist. And, if, and I wear that with a badge of honor. But when we're killing 4,000 babies a day, and nobody has the courage to stand up and, and demand from their governor, like I did when I emceed this uh, rally against Obamacare here in Denver a few weeks back, and I was at the state steps, and I called on every legislator that was there to demand that our governor, Hickenlooper, or whatever his name is, yeah. be removed from office, be removed from office for not enforcing the inalienable right to life for all human persons beginning at conception. He should be removed from office, as should every governor in the United States of America, for, for, for uh, not fulfilling the primary role as, as, as governor, which is to what? To enforce the God-given right to life, without which no other rights matter. I hear you on that, so, my friend. So, so are we going to major in the majors, or are we just going to kind of just play with our lint navel, you know, fuzz in our lint navel. And, <laughs> and uh, to me, I'd rather, look, hey, if Rome's burning and nobody's going to do anything about it, I'd rather just play golf. I want to waste my time talking about the, the, Republic, the, the, the Republicans going to kill it like five fewer babies than the Democrat, steal five fewer dollars than the Democrat. You know, I don't, I don't want to have these. I want, I've been on this train, Jiggy, and I want off. And, and, and when readers, back to the book, when, when, when readers read our book, we won't get fooled again, you will see from these interviews that we interviewed, hopefully you got the copy that I sent you. That yes, indeed, I did, we, man. If, those are, if we fail to learn from history, we are doomed to repeat it, right? And we have a chance right now. We have a chance right now to, to break from the, the, the old way of doing things, Right. And to and instead to what? Not compromise on the things that God says we cannot compromise on. Life, sanctity of human life, the natural human family, the rule of law. 
And, 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 and to start thinking and acting, and by the way, I'm speaking to Christians, 85% of Americans claim to be Christians. So I think I'm, uh, you know, I'm not being too controversial here, Jiggy. Yeah. So look, if 85% of Americans claim to be Christians, I'm just saying, walk the walk. <laughs> just walk the walk. Yeah. Obey God. Good playing games and obey God. You wonder why so many people think Christians are hypocrites. Well, we are, in a lot of ways. You know, we, we, we say that we believe certain things, and yet when push comes to shove, we're really no different than the, than the liberal atheistic Democrat in many regards on many issues. And I'm not saying, you know, that in a, in a sweeping manner for, as it relates to every issue, but on a lot of issues, that's why you have people like Barack Obama, Nancy Pelosi, and Harry Reid running the United States government. Because time and time again, we, 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 as Christians and conservatives, we, we, uh, we give up before we even get into the fight, Jiggy. You know what I mean? We, we, we give up the premise of our argument, and we're always looking to compromise. Well, guess what? Barack Obama doesn't compromise. He doesn't. No, he, he does doesn't. not compromise. No, and Nancy Pelosi doesn't compromise. Planned Parenthood doesn't compromise. They don't compromise. So why do Christians compromise so much? Why? I'm not real sure why they do. Well, I can just tell you this. From my experience, we talk about it in the book. I drank the Republican Kool-Aid. And look, I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, Bible-believing, uh, uh, non-compromising good people who are Republicans and probably a few who are Democrats as well, although I haven't met any. But what I will say is this, is that for a large... Not for a long time, for at least a decade, in my involvement in politics, I'm relatively young, I'm 43, I just thought my world was Republican, good, Democrat, bad. Elect more Republicans, and the world would be in a lot better place. That's, that was the extent of my worldview. view. Republicans are always better than a Democrat. And meanwhile, what, I, what, I, what I've come to realize is that I, when I look back and take an honest inventory, an honest assessment, I voted for George W. Bush twice. But if I'm really honest, okay, about what he did when he was in office, I have to come to the conclusion, okay, that I compromised on many core issues to me. Yeah. Bush increased the government at a greater rate than LBJ did, with no child left behind, prescription drug benefit. I mean, he gave Democrats virtually everything they wanted on a silver platter in his last two years of office. He, planned, he funded Planned Parenthood at a greater rate than Bill Clinton did in his administration. I'm not saying that every incursion was unconstitutional or legal, but certainly, uh, you know, I, I will say that we, he ran to not be the world's policeman, and yet... Man, we seem to be spread pretty thin around the world with our army everywhere, but except on the border, keeping 20 million illegals out. And a lot of that happened during George Bush's reign in office. So I have to conclude that, you know, after, after a few of these elections, and then I see uh, John McCain and now Mitt Romney, you got to just you think to yourself, Jiggy, you know, maybe, just maybe, there's really not much of a difference between these two. Maybe it's like Las Vegas. The house always wins. You know, you can come, bring your money. You might, you might, win, right? you might win a couple of hands, but the bottom line is, Jiggy, you, you, most of the people who leave Vegas leave a lot less wealthy than when they came. Why is that? Because the house always wins. It's, 
And that's why the you know the, the, we were just there. My mother-in-law lives there, so we were there, we were there during Easter. And the the building keeps going on. Uh, you know, the activity is unabated, even though that we're, we're in you know a very severe recession slash depression. And yet, the bottom line is that in the political arena, it's virtually the same thing. The globalist, corporatist, uh, re- Republican Party who doesn't care about the great moral and social issues of our day, uh, you know, they are essentially not that much different than the powers that be that control the Democrat Party in America. And so, uh, you know, the long and short of it is that the congressman that you had on, or governor, but before I came on, you know, he's talking about gas prices. Well, are those important things? Yeah, those are important things. But can we just get to the heart of the matter already? Time is ticking. Can we talk about why government exists and, and if our elected representatives truly represent us? Do we work for them or do they work for us? That's the question. I believe they work for us. And if you want my vote, then you better not compromise on the things that God says you can't compromise on or I'm not going to support you. Can you imagine if we had 30 or 40 million Americans that did what I'm talking about? Well, I'll tell you, you're... You're 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 speaking uh, you're 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 speaking to the, to the world in a in a great way and uh, and 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 Greg um, we're we're gonna have to leave it there my friend for this Monday but uh, quick plug for the website how do people find you online so they can get connected to you with newsletters Twitter Facebook all that hate, hate mail they can send hate mail to <laughs> Greg Jackson G R E G G at two G's Jackson dot com. They can see a little video trailer to our book, which I think is uh, going to be pretty shocking to some people. They can uh, check out my uh, our new book. We won't get fooled again. And uh, the next time I come on your show, we got to talk about it a little bit. I'm curious to get your feedback on the book. Yes, indeed. We're going to talk about that next Monday, my friend. So uh, gear up and, uh, and 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 get ready. And and before I let you go, I have to yes, get sir. I have to get your sir who walked in behind me. I have to get your thought <laughs> on on. Mitt Romney, your buddy, has recently yeah. – he was asked by ABC's Diane Sawyer if he had a message for President Obama, and his answer was, quote-unquote, start packing. Give me your thought before I let you go here. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think true, true, to his, true, to his, true to his colors, you know. That, that, <laughs> yeah, I, wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect anything different. He thinks, he thinks that, that he's not the guy that – He's like the guy that, you know, that tried to act tough, you know what I mean, in, in school, but he's never been in a fight in his life. You know, so he, he, tries to, he, he tries to talk tough, but, you know, the bottom line is that, you know, he's, he's had everything handed to him on a silver platter, went to Harvard, made his money off the backs of, you know, buying and selling, you know, businesses and, 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 and selling, you know, you know, selling off in, in bits and parcels of those businesses and made huge profits. And the fact of the matter is that, yeah, I think it was a mistake for Obama to make that comment uh, about Mitt Romney's wife. She's never worked a day in her life. Go tell that to, you know, uh, you know, homeschooling moms across the country, and uh, that, that raising kids isn't work. But by the same token, I, I will say this: start packing. He's going to say to Barack Obama. Uh, well, let's have this conversation in November, because if you thought John McCain got beaten, okay, like a rented stepchild, like a rented mule, you ain't seen nothing yet. 
because maybe the because the Republican Party is, I believe, addicted to losing. All of the people just like Romney, the Carl Rose, the Bill Crystals, all these Rockefeller Republicans that despise, in my opinion, evangelical Christians in the base of the Republican Party. And if you think that, 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 that McCain got slaughtered in, in November of 08, wait till November of 2012, my friend. Romney can't win because you can't win without your base. And the idiots that run the Republican Party still haven't gotten that uh, uh, message, but they're going to get it loud and clear in 2012. Well, Greg, we'll leave it right there, my friend. The website, Greg with two Gs, Jackson.com. And, uh, Greg, I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Monday, my friend. Have a good rest of the week. Okay, brother. Thanks, Jig. Appreciate it. There's something very, very wrong with us. I feel like such an idiot. Quite right. So you should. We're mutants. Oh, ungratefully. Find out more at JiggyJagwire.com. One of 700 radio show hosts included in the book, Radio Wants You, an intimate portrait of 700 radio shows that welcome guests. What a loser. And this is Interviews from the Past and Present, now available on JiggyJagwire.com. I was really surprised about that. JiggyJagwire show, TalkRadioX.com, plus 50 plus stations across the internet, and uh, AM, FM, satellite, all the nonsense, tablets, all these craziness and uh we've got the great greg jackson with us today on the big broadcast and uh greg i i got an email today from you um you 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 sent a personal reply to mitt romney uh talk to me about this email well you know i I don't know how i got on the list but apparently (laughs) um I guess Mitt, Mitt and I are buds, so he invited me to a baseball game. <laughs> Mitt and I are buds. <laughs> apparently. Apparently we're pretty tight. Apparently. No, the email, <laughs> yeah, the email uh, was an invitation from, you know, the Romney for president campaign, and Mitt was uh, saying that he was going to get a baseball game going to see the Red Sox play, and and uh, invited me to go. Uh, uh, or, you know, I, I guess that the first the first 50 people to donate to his campaign would be entered into a raffle or something like that, and then they'd pick a number. Uh, and then, uh, presto, you'd be there with the uh, with, with, with Mitt himself at Fenway Park. Because we all know Mitt is a, uh, he's an avid baseball fan. Yes. An avid Red Sox fan. Everybody knows that. Um, remember, remember when John Kerry, I, I used to live in Boston, one of the funniest things ever was when Kerry was running for president. John Kerry, and... He went to the Red Sox game, and he went. He threw it out the first pitch. This is in 2004 when he was running against George Bush, and he got booed. He got booed <laughs> at Fenway Park. Senator John Kerry. I mean, like by predominantly like 80 percent of the stadium. So I mean, it's just a joke that it was a joke that I would get. Uh, I think purposely some people from the campaign like to to annoy me, put me on this list, and. So I thought I had a little fun with him, and I, and I sent my reply back, and I blind copied a couple thousand prominent people in the media and radio, and, and uh, just had a little fun with Mitt. <laughs> I just said, you know, Mitt, I, 
I really appreciate it. I, 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 I don't think I'm going to be free to, uh, to go with you uh, to the game, but, uh, you know, with you and Tag, his son Tag, but all, all the Romneys have, like, really super-duper uh, cool names, you know. If you're a Romney, you got to have a cool name like Mitt Tag. And uh, I, I don't know what other, other kids' names are, but they're all cool, super cool. They're all, you know, they're, they're all they're super just, cool I'm, people. We're just super cool, you know, tag and mitt at the baseball game with Greg Jackson, the number one fan. And so I, I sent him back an email and I said, you know, Mitt, um, it's kind of tongue in cheek, but, you know, there was a little, little thing at the end there I happened to hear from uh, some people in the know, and, and this could be just rumor, but I, I, I trust these sources, and they've told me that apparently there's going to be some news that's going to be coming out pretty soon. That Tag Romney, Mitt's son, uh, was, is going to be charged criminally for insider trading. Oh and investigation quite a lot. And so, but we'll see how Swami slithers out of that one. He'll, you know, he'll have some abracadabra. He's like a three card Monty guy. You, you know that He's game, three card Monty? Monty guy. <laughs> yeah. He's like the, the guy on the street corner with the playing the three card Monty. Which, which one's it under? Which one's it under? I didn't say that. Did I say that? I didn't say that. I mean, I did say that, but that was before I didn't say it. So, <laughs> well, uh, have you have you seen this uh, that that this Romney uh, attack ad on Santorum that that he's he's waiting to release till uh, Santorum yeah. uh, get, get gets done with the uh, sick relative or whatever in the hospital? Um, he's got this crazy attack ad that he's going to be putting out there. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. When, when you, you can't run on your own record, you don't have a record. Well, you have a record, but you don't want anybody to know about it. So, I mean, this whole, whole campaign has been to, you know, attack all of its opponents, and, and mostly unfairly. I mean, there's, there's valid criticism to be made of all the candidates. I mean, uh, by the way, it's Santorum's daughter, a three-year-old, um, is, 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 I believe she's three years old, is in the hospital with some pretty severe problems. So, yeah. you know, um, you know, I've... Thoughts and prayers to, to the Santorum. You know, say what you will about Santorum. I think he's kind of a double-minded guy in a lot of regards. You know, the team player. He just he just doesn't have quite the cojones to just take a position. And you know, he's constantly he's kind of flip-flops. You know, Romney. I I, I consider being Romney's VP. This is like a week after he says that Romney's the worst Republican candidate ever to put up against Obama. And you know, so it's, but with that being said. You got to give the guy some props. I mean, it seems like he's a pretty upstanding family guy, and it's really has a heart for you know his kids and his wife. And you know, there's, there's no uh, sexual uh, improprieties, at least that we know of. So, in that regard, you know, thoughts and prayers uh, to, to to Rick Santorum. But you now, Romney, you know, even uses that as a PR piece. You know, when we were gonna release some uh, some attack ads, but we're not going to now because Santorum has put his campaign on hold. Um, you know, he couldn't just say, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with the sand farms. You know, he had to, he had to tell the world that he was doing something good by, by withholding some probably very false advertising, <laughs> false propaganda, false smears, mean-spirited mean smears. But he doesn't want anybody to, and by the way, people can go to my website for anybody who hasn't heard us talk, Jiggy, on the, on the show, Greg Jackson. Greg Matuzzi's Jackson.com. They can see Romney fully 
documented far left-wing record. By the way, all the documented record of all the candidates, but Romney's is just so just so radically leftist that it's to me it's like I'm living in Alice in Wonderland that you could literally have it's like man maybe God has really just said you know you got two I'm your only choice because essentially what we have Jiggy is we got two godless candidates one has an R near his name one has a D near his name you got one that, that is that in my estimation my belief is not a uh, American a uh, natural-born citizen, therefore not constitutionally eligible to serve, brought up, up, uh, up by Marxists uh, and well-versed in, in Marxism, communism, but is trying to purposely uh, weaken and destroy American pushes in the one-world government. And then you got a guy who wears magic underwear, which means that he's going to be God of his own planet someday. Right? Yeah. And that. That's crazy to me. That's just, I'm sorry for, you know, and, and, you know, my heart goes out to anybody that's caught up in that false religion because, uh, you know, I do, I mean, realistically, my Christian perspective, uh, you know, hell is, is very hot and it's very eternal. Last forever. I wouldn't want anybody to be there. <laughs> and so I, my heart goes out to anybody who's caught up in, in, in that belief system. But that's essentially what we've come to, is that in the United States of America that was founded on the Bible by Christians, predominantly evangelical Christians, especially from the founding era of the pilgrims, and, and, and now we've devolved into such a, 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 a culture of moral depravity, uh, secular humanism, moral relativism, that... We literally have two godless candidates. One's a big government, socialist Republican, New World Order Republican, and one's, you know, it's basically two, two birds, two ways of the same bird, flopping the same dirty bird, flopping in the same direction. And so the listeners are probably saying, all right, so well, that's a pretty doom and gloom Monday scenario that your guest has paid for us. What's your, what are you trying to say? Well, I'm trying to say that. Maybe God's trying to tell us something, Jiggy. I mean, as much fun as talking about all this stuff is, maybe, maybe there's a larger message here. If the creator of the universe wants to get through to people that he's really our only choice in obedience to him and, getting, and, 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 and repenting of our individual sins and our collective sins and really getting back to him, being obedient to him, living under his authority and his rule, because that's the only way that any nation can be blessed, in my opinion, from my understanding of the scriptures. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll, so, I'll tell you. I think, I think there's some good news, is what I'm trying to say. I, you know, I do think there's, you know, where there's life, there's hope. I don't think it's all doom and gloom. And I certainly don't discount the fact that the community of the universe can work miracles. And that if we would be obedient to him, I, I still believe that we could have the type of America and the type of world that we're, that we, um, many of us yearn for, that's not saying that in many regards, Jiggy, that I don't discount the fact that, hey, I believe that we're under judgment, and I believe that it could be even more severe, but for our own good, because a loving father always disciplines the sons that he loves, and so it might be for our own good. But I do know this, those who are saved by the blood of the Lamb, and half that we talked about it, because yesterday was Resurrection Sunday, I believe uh, are under the, the hedge of protection of Almighty God, and therefore need not fear, 
um, and, and, and know that uh, they have a divine protector and enabler and sustenance, and that as dark as things may get in the future, that um, they should fear not. Well, I'll tell you, my friend, it's uh, it's 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 good stuff. Uh, I'm 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 thinking that uh, it's it's going to get really strange here in a few months when the uh, general election rolls around. But uh, we we we've still got this whole process with Newt and uh, Santorum and Romney and everybody, and uh, it's it's always an interesting time to to chat with you. But I seen that email this morning, and I'm like, I gotta ask him <laughs> about it. <laughs> I gotta ask him about I it. I try to give you some good. I, I try to give you some good material, Jiggy. I appreciate you having me on your show. Uh, you're you're, you're start tell me you're, you're a good friend of mine has a laugh just like yours. He's from Kentucky, and it's contagious. And so I always like listening to it on Mondays, and I appreciate uh, listening to my spirits today. Definitely. I always I always enjoy catching up with you on Mondays, my friend, and we will definitely do it again next week. Uh, if you want more information, it's gregjackson.com, and it, Greg with two Gs, jackson.com, and uh, he's got all sorts of different things going on over there, blogs, newsletters, everything. So uh, go check it out. And, uh, Greg, I will talk to you next week. Have- There's something very, very wrong with us. I feel like such an idiot. Quite right. So you should. We're mutants. Oh, ungratefully. Find out more at JiggyJagwire.com. Ashes fall, and ladies rise. Ladies rise. We are back live here on our world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast here on iHeartRadio and also AMFM, 247.com, KFRK in Denver, World Radio Network, and, of course, the mix on Tuesdays. Andrew Shankin with us today. And, uh, Andrew, you have got uh, a lot of good things going on. Bring us up to speed on uh, some of your recent accomplishments and everything that you're doing. Well, i tell you, this is my view, James. I'm not going to change it. The main thing is that our society has been under the gun of left-wing propaganda, basically. Uh, and uh, I, am, I have just made a decision, come to a realization that we have got to have some respect for truth and honesty and uh, seeing the facts as they actually are. And I don't care to be befuddled or manipulated by anybody when I see the facts or the facts. That's about it. <laughs> we have got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. And um, there, there, there is a lot going on in the world. There is a ton of different things happening. Um, first of all, Andrew, uh, bring us up to speed on uh, what you think of some of the current uh, politics in the country. Okay, we have got to understand from the very beginning when President Trump was legally elected, he, number one, this was the biggest shock to the left-wing ideology and the globalists that you can imagine. They believed it would never happen. And ever since then, they have been dredging up anything, all kinds of nonsense, to discredit him. And right now, they are trying to even impeach him 
And this is, James, this is nothing more than a power struggle. They are desperate, desperately anxious to get back into power and office. He interfered with it. They are very angry about it. They are paranoically angry about it. And from the beginning, let me tell you, James, you probably remember when President was elected. They said it was only Roosevelt uh, high school graduates in the South and Midwest, and they were they implied, or I think they said, they were stupid, or implied that. And in fact, Hillary Clinton really uh, revealed that thinking in her statement about deplorables. It was the biggest mistake of her life, obviously. But unfortunately, that's what she really thinks. She thinks that because of her wealth and education, she believes she's superior. Okay, you know, I'm very happy for her. But um, that's about it, and uh, that's what's going on right now. A power struggle. They want to get back into power, and that's about it. And they, and also they, their attempts to discredit the president. This business of racism. Uh, the left. Let me tell you something, James. The left presents its its political fooling method by the use of certain code words. They talk about race. They claim they are compassionate and loving, so they say we got to let people in who are illegally, and that's the basis for it. They say, if you know, if you know, we got to take care of them, they're just kids or something. The reality is that they are illegally coming in. We cannot operate a society, with, I don't know whether you agree with me or not, James, we cannot operate a country where people come here illegally and get a kind of citizenship by being resident in some level even illegally. Obviously, the, the, the game plan of the Democratic Party is to get these people's votes. And there's high hope that when they get enough of them into the country illegally, and they obtain residence, and maybe get to vote. I don't know. What do you think? You think they get to vote? Uh, I, I don't think they should get to vote. Do you think they do vote? Oh, I'm I'm sure they do. You do? Uh, I know that in, in New York State, Cuomo issued licenses and scholarships to illegal people here. He issued licenses because he's, that gives them an ID to get into the voting voting process. So that's what's going on, and the impeachment is a cover for their last desperate attempt to get back into power. Uh, they've tried everything, uh, everything you can imagine, every kind of slander. As far as his being a racist, the man comes from New York City, he had a billion-dollar international business. He is not, he couldn't be a racist, James. This man has all kinds of employees in this huge business he ran. Gay employees, women, Latinos, blacks, everybody you can imagine. He's in the most diverse part of the country and city in the world. He cannot be a racist. And what they say is they, they call him, because he opposes illegal entry into the country, they use this clever word to appeal, probably, to people who, who aren't thinking too clearly, to appeal to, say, maybe minorities, perhaps. They will say, well, there's a race issue. See, he hates immigrants. It's a race issue. It's a race issue. It's racism. It's prejudice. That's a cover-up. He's tending 
He's in charge of the country, and he's attending to people illegally coming in. And sometimes they come, they come in and try to get asylum. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our big broadcast and uh, talking a little bit about the impeachment of Trump. And uh, historians may someday look back at our current era and ask themselves, how on earth did these Democrat leaders manage to hijack the traditional Democratic Party? And upon what basis did they have even a shred of moral high ground for the sham that Mueller lynching attempt and now this bogus impeachment query? And uh, joining us today here on the telephone, our fantastic, fantastic guest to discuss this topic is author and historian Andrew Shankton. And um, Andrew is an attorney and writer on political and religious and historical topics. Right now, I'm not talk to us. law, but I'm, I'm, I may resume it toward March, but that's what I'm, I'm doing right now. I thought I'd correct that. Not, not a problem, not a problem. What moral basis could the Democrats have to push for an impeachment to reverse the mandate of the people who elected him president? Break it down for us. Well, let's, let's take a look. First of all, their object is they're hoping to, by doing this, that he will resign. That's their first great hope, that under this sort of humiliation, which they hope will work, they hope he will leave. But he's not going to leave. I think President Trump is, frankly, a very strong guy. As a matter of fact, you know, uh, James, he went to North Korea, and he faced down the North Korean leaders and got the hostages out of there. The Democrats, when there were hostages in Iran, couldn't do anything. It took a year to get anything moving. I mean, that was Carter, wasn't it? I believe so. I believe so. So they couldn't do anything. He went up. Those people, I'm telling you, they respect him. We have I'm got, sure of it. We have got a fantastic guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. Now, um, talk to me about this Mueller probe. Was this legitimate in your uh, studied opinion? I don't know that much. I can't comment it. I didn't carefully follow it. But I'm convinced all of these tactics, impeachment, Mueller probe, racism, immigration, these are cover-ups. The Democrats, they are very, very concerned about getting back into office. Uh, they have been nationally rejected for some time, so they have thought up this technique of these attacks. Uh, and hoping that the, they can, then number one, discredit the president, he will lose the election in 2020, or their great, great, wonderful hope is that he will be so uh, humiliated and, 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 and put down as a human being that he'll leave. But he's a tough guy, so he's not going to do it. We have got a great guest with us today, Andrew Shankton, with us today. He's written a number of religious and philosophical and uh, historical books, including essays that have been widely sold to both national and international university libraries, including Harvard University, Yale University, and the University of Pennsylvania. He joins us today here on the telephone. Do you support the policies of the president, and, uh, and why do you? 100%. I think he's a very bright guy. They paint him another thing. Couple of James, a couple of people I ran into. I live in a fairly strong Democratic area. It's okay; they have a right to their views, uh, whatever they are. But people say to me that uh, he's a racist, he's a bigot, he's stupid. A number have maintained they now promulgate the fiction he can't read. I don't know if you caught this. But they may not do it where you are. 
they have said that he uses a teleprompter because he can't read or he can't speak or something. I've heard him speak. He's a very effective speaker. He's, he's extremely effective, and he's, very, he's a very, very smart guy. I think he is. We I don't think there's a question about it. We have got a fantastic guest with us today, author and historian Andrew Shankin with us today here in our program. Uh, you've written a uh, on, on morality and have some conclusions on truth and morality. Tell us about these findings, my friend. All right, let me tell you something, James. I'm not going to compromise this position because I believe it's true. Uh, I'm not prepared to compromise my personal, moral, and religious views. I believe that the Christianity is the true faith. I believe that Jesus is the true, true God, and I don't believe uh, other religions may be trying to find their way in this world to God, their understanding, but I believe that Christianity is the true faith and that Jesus is, in fact, God. He said he was. He said he could forgive sins. You know anybody else can do that? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so he made a claim. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm not prepared. I, I believe it. I, I believe he is God. And I believe he's a true God, and he's the only God. That's my view. I'm not changing it. We have got Andrew Shankton with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, being from New York, you probably have an opinion on other New Yorkers considering 2020 presidential run, including uh, former Mayor Michael Bloomberg and former New York Senator Hillary Clinton. What's likely to happen in any potential 11th hour candidacy? Who might that end? Uh, Hillary is will be a, a if the Democrats want to lose, uh, if they put up a left-wing liberal like Hillary, they can lose. Bloomberg, I don't know. I don't know what his views are. He's from New York. It's likely he's liberal. And frankly, I say this, uh, James. Um, I'm doing a blog on this, but liberalism is deceased. It has been discredited. It's a lie. It's not effective. It has been discredited and thrown out the window for very good reason. Let me give you an example. I credit presidents. One of the most controversial issues you're going to find in this society is not only immigration, which I just mentioned, it's obvious that the liberals do not support illegal immigration, which is, frankly, James, that is a position that is untenable. It is unbelievable. It is against anybody's thinking processes. So we, President Trump correctly has assessed we cannot operate a society based on illegality and, and, and lies. In that sense, that when, pe when liberals say that illegal immigration is okay, they are promulgating an untruth, they are promulgating a lie, and they are seeking to form a country based on an illegal basis. It's unbelievable. Therefore, if they take that position, Hillary or Mayor Bloomberg, that is a liberal position, they're going to lose. For good reason. We can't, I think anybody who's going to have any sense is going to conclude that it cannot be, that cannot be a policy that is enforced in the United States at this point. Uh, in addition, I know the president took a lot of flack over that travel ban. Uh, he did. 
but he correctly assessed with those, maybe it's a minority within the Muslim societies, a minority probably, it's not everybody, probably most of them are just regular people earning a living, it's okay. But he assessed the situation, it had to be stopped, for good reason. Do you know, do you know that, James, that at this point in time, Coptic Christians are persecuted in Egypt and assassinated and killed? Do you know that Nigerian Christians or by Boko Haram, are constantly under attack. Let me give you some uh, some examples of uh, of current current. They say that 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 the, the that those societies are not dangerous, uh, but there is an element in those societies that does this. It's a fact. They just it was a Paris professor that was just knifed to death by a student who claimed that he had insulted Muhammad. There was a professor in Iran who was killed by a student, again, it was for insulting Muhammad. In Germany, a lorry truck ran over and killed eight people. Uh, I'm afraid, James, these are the facts. I'm not saying all people of that religion or those social systems are bad. They're not. But within those systems, there is a minority. It's quite obvious it's been going a long time to do this. I'm not about to compromise this. I think it's the truth. Uh, I have many ex- current examples of these actions. ISIS inspired two Queens women uh, who pled guilty to a bomb plot. Uh, a Texas teen took 20 years for recruiting an American to join a, a Pakistani terror group. I've got hundreds of these examples. A 19-year-old Queens teen was charged with plotting ISIS-inspired knife attack. These things are going on every day of the week in this country. And for good reason, we have to face up to the fact there's an issue here. I'm sorry, James. It sounds like I'm prejudiced, and I'm not prejudiced. I know Jesus died for all people, for all humanity, out of his love, to rescue people from their sins, including myself. I know that. On the other hand, the, the facts have to be faced that there is a problem within those societies. And that's it. And the president correctly assessed the situation and realized that it had to be had to be dealt with on a legal basis, which he did. We have got That's a, my position. I'm not changing it. Well I'll tell you, you're you're entitled to your position. I'm glad that you uh, you have it, my friend. Andrew joins us today here on our broadcast. And he is absolutely, absolutely amazing. And um, so where do we get a copy of your books and some of your writings? Okay, I, 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 um, you can get a copy of my books on Amazon and on BNN and many sites. And of course, they're sold by the publisher, Roman Littlefield. Uh, the books are Essays on the Christian Worldview. That's one. One is Essays on Faith, Culture, Paul. I can email them to you, James, if you want. Yes, we would we we would love to uh, have copies. And then uh, you can read them. And what as I say, I don't take these positions because out of hostility, but I do take them out of personal honesty. I believe we should be intellectually honest in our statements, and I believe the West is not intellectually honest. I don't think they are. Absolutely amazing. Andrew, have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks for making this work, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Okay, I'll email you the names of the books. Definitely. Thank you. Okay, bye. Appreciate it, Andrew. There he goes. And uh, we're going to take a time out. When we come back, we have got more coming up on the other side. 
Attention type 2 diabetics. If you or a loved one has taken Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR or other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes and suffered amputation of the toes, feet, or legs, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. The FDA has warned that Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR and other inhibitors for type 2 diabetes cause an increased role in amputations of the toes, feet, and legs. If you or a loved one has taken Invokana, Invokamet, or Invokamet XR or other inhibitors, inhibitors for type 2 diabetes and suffered amputation of the toes, feet, or legs, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call Injury Help Desk at 800-475-7607. That's 800-475-7607. Again, 800-475-7607. Call now. This is an advertisement paid non-attorney spokesperson. www.injuryhelpdesk.com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal Office, Las Vegas, Nevada. Are you getting the most out of your Medicare plan? Are you sure? You'll want to write down a very important phone number that can assure you're receiving your full benefits. Many people with Medicare are eligible for plans that include extra benefits, in addition to those found in original Medicare. Benefits like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage. Call now at 1-800-521-7617 to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. In addition to hospital and medical coverage at no extra cost, you can also get coverage for prescription drugs, dental, hearing, vision, and more. In many areas, Plans with benefits are available with $0 copays for many services, $0 monthly premiums, or $0 deductibles. That's hospital, medical, prescription drug, dental coverage, and more included in one plan with premiums that may be as low as $0 a month. Call now to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. Call 1-800-521-7617. That's 1-800-521-7617. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-378-8005 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-378-8005. That's 800-378-8005. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Dan Perkins here for Songs and Stories for Soldiers with your veterans tip of the day. Did you know that the suicide rate for women vets is 12 times that of their sisters in civilian life? Did you know that one in four women vets feel uncomfortable about talking to people about their mental health issues? Did you know almost 600,000 women vets in America are suffering from PTSD? It's time to help. It's time for all of us to encourage our sisters, mothers, and wives to get help by contacting their local VA hospital clinic or community-based health care center. So if you know a woman vet that is suffering, go to va.gov and find their nearest VA facility. This has been Dan Perkins of Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us with your veterans tip of the day.
back live here on our Tuesday, Tuesday edition of the world-famous Cheeky Check Live Radio Broadcast. We have got a great guest joining us on the line. Bruce, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, James. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Now, you've got a lot going on. Uh, bring us up to speed on some, some of your recent uh, happenings. Well, we, as you know, James, we released a, a, a new book called uh, Your Face Has Made You Well. Yes. Um, and it's, it's, uh, we're really thrilled with the response that we've received, both in, uh, in terms of distribution, but the reviews have been really terrific. And some in, even insights that I hadn't really even thought about uh, are showing up. So we're happy about that. We're, uh, our media program is doing well. Last week we sent out 60,000 Christian messages to 40,000 people. And so we're so thrilled to be able to deliver the Word of God to the people of God. Now, uh, you have this brand new book. Let's talk a little bit about this. Why did you decide to write this book? Um, you know, there's two reasons, James, that, uh, that we decided to write it. You know, I see, you know, throughout my day and my travels, I see a lot of people that are standing at this crossroad where they don't know where to turn. They're, they're dealing with tragedy or confusion or disappointment in their life. So what I tried to put together was a contemplative book, on a kind of a how-to to have faith and to pray. And it's all based off of Jesus' um, saying, where he says eight times in the Gospels, Gospels, all four of them, he says, your faith has made you well. So in other words, learning to work with Jesus to do spiritual healing, physical healing, and even mental healing. And the second thing I noticed with, with some folks is they tend to pray when they're in trouble. So in other words, they only go visit Jesus when they need them. Yes, I've I, I, yeah. I, I've noticed that um, <laughs> I've noticed that a lot with with folks where uh, they're 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 getting ready to go to prison or they're getting ready to <laughs> have all sorts of health problems. All of a sudden, Jesus is the most important person in their life. <laughs> yeah, and so what this book does is it, what this book does is it takes it removes Jesus and it, when we do that to Jesus, we're treating Jesus like a genie. Yes, we have a problem. Yes, we rub we rub something and you know he appears. <laughs> but what what I did was I I love that sentiment. Book. By the way, Bruce, we're treating Jesus like a genie. That's fantastic. Right. <laughs> so I, I went out with that thought. I wanted to find out how the average. American think. So I interviewed a whole bunch of people, and what I consistently found, that the people that dealt the best with trauma and tragedy and disappointment had a continuous conversation with God throughout the week and had a strong faith in God. Those who didn't do as well, you know, kind of relied on themselves without using the power of God, you know, God through Jesus. And because of that, uh, they didn't seem to. They didn't. They didn't do as well as they could have. That is a fantastic sentiment. We have got a great guest with us today. Uh, Bruce L. Hartman joins us here on our broadcast, and uh, uh, this book has gotten a lot of rave reviews. Uh, what's been some of the early reviews? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I would say half of the folks. Uh, saying thank you, um, you know, for opening up a different way to think about 
prayer and faith. Uh, and one of the things that we did is we, we know that everybody approaches God from a different aspect. Like your, your life experiences, James, is different than mine. So what we tried to do with the book was get an entry point so that every person was on equal footing and could approach it differently. And a lot of people have appreciated that. Um, and, and, you know, I think that's one of the things that's, that's helped with the reviews. The second thing is a lot of people have found it to be instructive. So, in other words, you can open this book up on Chapter 5 and get something out of just reading a few pages in Chapter 5. So it's not your typical book where there's a, a plot, a subplot, you know, identification, and you know, the book has a natural flow to it. This is a, this is a book that is almost a reference book for the average person. Now, this book, incredibly well written. Take me through the writing process for the book. Uh, yeah, I get this question a lot, James. So the first thing you do when you're writing is you have an idea, and then so you do an outline. And it's kind of like a science experiment. So you say to yourself, okay, this is what I'm observing, and this is the cause and effect. But then you have to prove it. So that's why I did all these interviews, was to make sure my hypothesis was accurate. And in fact, as I started to prove out my hypothesis, some of my conclusions I changed based on what I learned from talking to a whole bunch of people. So once you have that, then you have to go back to your outline, you know, reorganize it, and then you actually write it. And I'm very fortunate to have a wonderful editor, uh, an award-winning editor, who then takes the book with the outline and starts editing it. And there's a two-part process as a writer. One is you have to have a developmental editor that knows where you're going, so when you're off track, they'll say to you, no, Bruce, I think you need to make this clearer. And then, obviously, they're also good at making sure your grammar's right, spelling, they do spell checks and things like that. Once you have that done, then you send it to the publisher, in this case, Post Hill Press, and then you go through another round of edits. Now, I was talking to a friend last night about this process. The good news about this book is when it got to the publisher, there was only about two hours' worth of edits. So I was really thrilled with the process and all the folks that worked with me on uh, creating the book and writing the book. And the final thing you do is you, you make sure that you are telling the story in a way that a person could identify with it. So in other words, don't write what you want to hear. Write what you believe helps people and what people want to hear. Uh, and so that whole process, is, it takes about nine months from beginning to end. We've got Bruce L. Hartman with us today, joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, the brand new book, Your Faith Has Made You Well, A Radical New Way to Create Peace and Hope. And uh, Bruce joins us today here on the telephone. And just over a third of millennials say they attend religious services at least once a month. Tell us about this uh, decline and some of these numbers. Yeah, this is an interesting uh, phenomenon, the demographic phenomenon that's happening in our country. So before we get into the religious content of this discussion, just to lay this out for everybody, 75 million Americans today, or 25%, are millennials. Uh, 40% of the current workforce is made up of millennials. 
and 50% of all purchasing is done today, is done by the millennials. This group is actually larger than the baby boom uh, generation as we speak. So it's an important part of, uh, it's an important part of people's faith lives and our Christian process. Here's what's different about millennials. They like mission. They give, on average, they give to 3.3 organizations a year. When they go to church, they don't want to just be preached to. They want to participate, and they want to be in mission. The, the, the dichotomy on that is our churches aren't really set up for that type of, uh, that type of uh, parishioner. So what a lot of these millennials are doing is they're going to the non, non-denominational churches where they feel like the work is of mission, so helping others, helping the world, helping other people um, have a better lot in life. And so as opposed to sitting in the pews, they're far more interested in helping. And I think that's the churches that can pick up what I call this $1,000 bill. The churches that can pick up this $1,000 bill are going to be successful and succeed. The churches that don't understand that the millennial, what the millennials want to do uh, I think are going to continue to decline in attendance. Uh, but here's, a, here's an interesting statistic for you. Even though a third say they attend service, 90% of them believe in God. And I think our churches, instead of complaining about the millennials, need to figure out how to address the millennials, because this is the present and this is their future. We have got Bruce L. Hartman with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. He has got this incredible new book, Your Faith Has Made You Well. And uh, so why did you decide to uh, name the book this? <laughs> so, uh, you know, as a biblical scholar, uh, you know, when you, you learn a lot about the Bible when you, you know, you get your master's degree, your doctorate degree, and you know, one of the things I learned is that Jesus isn't that much different than our school teachers. You know, remember when you were in school, if the teacher mentioned something three times, you needed to pay attention because it was going to be on the final exam. But what I noticed was eight times this passage appears in the Gospels. So that's, that's an important message. It's an important message from Jesus, and we should know about it. But nobody had written about it. I couldn't find any book where the this continuum of our involvement in connection with God is an important part of our well-being. So what I felt like, we should talk about it, and we should help people in their lives to get better. Um, And I was also, I felt compelled. Um, I I kept studying the story of the the, the, uh, hemographic, hemographic woman who kept bleeding for 12 years and kept trying to understand and understand the story. And it wasn't until I really started to study the end of that story where she's touched the cloak, she's healed, and Jesus stands and looks at her and says, Arise, daughter, your faith has made you well. And that's the point of the story. This woman did everything she could to get to Jesus, and that is what cured her, was her faith that he could help her. And... That type of faith is what fixes problems in our lives. We have got a great guest with us today. Bruce L. Hartman joins us here on our program. 
And uh, Bruce, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and talking to us about the book. This is definitely a fantastic read, and uh, I look forward to more from you, my friend. Anytime, James. You know I love being on your show. Definitely. I appreciate it, my friend. Have yourself a uh, good holiday season, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, man. There he goes, Dr. Bruce L. Hartman. And we are going to take a time out. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19. Oregon DM80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation Commission DC32. Are you getting the most out of your Medicare plan? Are you sure? You'll want to write down a very important phone number that can assure you're receiving your full benefits. Many people with Medicare are eligible for plans that include extra benefits, in addition to those found in original Medicare. Benefits like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage. Call now at 1-800-521-7617 to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. In addition to hospital and medical coverage at no extra cost, you can also get coverage for prescription drugs, dental, hearing, vision, and more. In many areas, Plans with benefits are available with $0 copays for many services, $0 monthly premiums, or $0 deductibles. That's hospital, medical, prescription drug, dental coverage, and more included in one plan with premiums that may be as low as $0 a month. Call now to see if you're eligible to enroll. The consultation is free and there's no obligation to enroll. Call 1-800-521-7617. That's 1-800-521-7617. When you're looking for today's best advertising, there's just one place to go. LEDsigns.com. L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. LEDsigns.com get you customers guaranteed. Rent a portable LED sign from LEDsigns.com and it will be delivered to your destination for about $33 a day. Or rent to own it. Advertise your business, service, or products all day, every day. That's LEDsigns.com. L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. NZ. Give them a call today, 1-800-955-0505, and get a complete advertising package deal. Visit LEDsigns.com, L-E-D-S-I-G-N-Z. Fill out the form and mention in the comments that Phil Anderson sent you. LEDsigns.com, advertising done right. Peacemaker Coffee understand the ritual of the pour-over is like a meditation. There's no machine in your way, no flashing green lights, no electric power cords, just you and a few simple tools. The final cup is reminiscent of one from a drip coffee maker, but noticeably more delicate and complex. With Peacemaker Coffee, observe the bloom. Experience the first trace of coffee steam. Notice how the spiral of the pour alters the final cup. This simple experience gets you in tune with your coffee. Peacemaker Coffee Company is a coffee company that supports law enforcement and knows how to make a great cup of coffee. Peacemaker Coffee is dedicated to the men and women serving in this great country of ours and to the men and women who support them. Visit their website today. PeacemakerCoffeeCompany.com Famous Chippy Jaguar Radio broadcast. We are coast to coast. Part of the motor on iHeartRadio today. Also talk America Live each and every weekend. The Sunday radio broadcast each and every Sunday, each and every day at TalkShoe.com. 
50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. We are going to go to our next guest here on the line here in just a few moments. But we want to tell you about a fantastic new marketing partner that we're going to be discussing with you today here at Transmedia Worldwide. These folks, absolutely amazing. It is a great GoFundMe campaign. Give them some of your hard-earned money over there at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. Home for Orphans. Cami L. Ellsworth is uh, organizing this fundraiser. They need your help. Back in January, they'd spent four weeks in Uganda helping others. It has been a true calling to them from God for years. For six years now, she's been doing a great mission for 134 beautiful children who are orphans in poor conditions. They have become a family. They've come back to the United States to testify about the stay there and to follow the mission to raise money to buy land to build a home for these children in Uganda. They've come too far to give up now. They need you to go to G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. And search fundraiser by Cami L. Ellsworth. This is the home for orphans. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. We've got a great guest with us today. Joins us live here in our broadcast. We go to... Okay. We are going to have to, I guess, reconnect with our guest. <laughs> So we will call them back and uh, hopefully. Hi, this is Dan Watts. I'm unable to talk at the moment, but please leave a message and I'll get right back to you. At the tone, please record your message. You've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Dan, uh, just trying to connect with you for the radio interview. Uh, give us a call back when you can, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, man. Uh, we're going to go back to the telephones, and uh, I think we've got Dan back with us. And uh, Dan joins us live here on our big broadcast, and uh, each and every week joins us live here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com. Dan Moss with us today. He's got Good Gun, Bad Guy, and, of course, Good Gun, Bad Guy, too. And he's with us today here on a broadcast. Now, um, let's talk about this subject that uh, Pelosi is forced to hold a vote on this uh, secret, secret Salem witch Trent impeachment trial scam. Uh, Dan, talk to us a little bit about this, my friend, as a Second Amendment gun advocate and spokesperson. Talk to me about all this. Well, I think, you know, Pelosi is... Everything that they that the Democrats are trying to do seems to be uh, in in a deceitful way, and I I, I wish that uh, Republicans would start calling them out on some of this stuff. But uh, ultimately, you know, when it, and I, I look at the, uh, the Democrat uh, presidential candidates, and I I think, oh my God, how can you guys think this way? They they literally are starting to say that they want to take guns away from people, and it seems that they forget what the, our country was founded on, and, and I just don't understand how they can make it okay. Um, so we need to really push back on this stuff. We can't let them uh, uh, get away with any of this. It's just not, it's not good for our country and our future generations. 
Dan Ross with us today, nationally recognized Second Amendment advocate and spokesperson. He's the author of Good Gun, Bad Guy, Behind the Lies of the Anti-Gun Radical and Good Gun, Bad Guy 2, Destroying the Anti-Gun Narrative. And the House Democrats will vote on Thursday to establish the procedures for their ongoing impeachment investigation against President Donald Trump. And House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced Monday afternoon uh, that they're going to be doing this. Um, What do you make of all this, Dan? Because this, this is a heck of a news story. Not a problem, not a problem, Dan. Uh, We're here with Dan Wass. He's a nationally recognized Second Amendment advocate, spokesperson. He's also the author of Good Gun, Bad Guy, Behind the Lies of the Anti-Gun Radical, and Good Gun, Bad Guy 2, Destroying the Anti-Gun Narrative. House Democrats will vote on Thursday to establish the procedures for their ongoing impeachment investigation against President Donald Trump. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced on Monday afternoon. And uh, Representative Jim McGovern, chairman of the House Rules Committee, said he will introduce the resolution's text for approval on Tuesday. And the panel will move to mark it up by Wednesday. What do you make of the story? This is a heck of a news story, Dan Ross. Yeah, well, I, I think... When they get down to it, there's nothing to impeach the president on. And, the, you know, the idea that they're pushing it this far for political gain uh, all looks to me like this is, a, this is just a, a big push uh, for 2020 uh, in, in to further to, to further tarnish our president's uh, reputation. Um, I think they're despicable. That's, that's my opinion. Dan Wass with us today, nationally recognized Second Amendment advocate and spokesperson. He's a best-selling author as well. Now, um, as th- this is a uh, th- this this is an interesting story. How does this fit with uh, the fact that the uh, re- that the Democrats are interested in uh, trying to grab the guns and and do gun bans and all sorts of things coming up? Well, I, I guess if they can get rid of President Trump. They can get rid of that um, push for conservative conservatism, um, which is, like I said, the, the, what we're, our country is founded on. You know, you got to understand that the, the Democrats, they don't want people to have freedom. They would much rather have government control, and that's where the whole socialist mentality comes from. So if they can get rid of President Trump, um, they, can, they can further push their socialist agenda. And it's loud and clear right now. And, and I don't understand how people who, are, who would be traditionally Democrat voters can agree with such a thing. Because I think it, all you have to do is think about it for a minute and realize that your life will change dramatically if Democrats regain power. Knowing now what we know, how they are on a socialist um, mission, um, I don't know how anybody can continue to vote that way it's just not good for our country it's not how our country was founded and the you know the intent to do anything they can to tarnish president trump and get rid of them um it has everything to do with it because once they do that they can continue with more gun regulations more gun restrictions and doing everything they can to disarm uh their opponents and their real opponents to socialism are the american people so it all ties in together 
We have got Dan Wass with us today. He's a best-selling author, and uh, he's got Good Gun, Bad Guy, and Good Gun, Bad Guy 2. And uh, these these books are absolutely amazing. Uh, w- what's been the response to the book so far? Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, the response has been excellent. Um, the, what I do, what I talk about in the book is, is the strategies and the tactics of the anti-gun crowd, helping people understand just what they're up to and some of the things that they do to manipulate the conversation, manipulate the thought process of people when it comes to how we think about guns in our country. Um, and um, the, the main thing that I get from people is they'll, they'll tell me that I, in my books I say exactly what they've been thinking but were unable to put into words. And I am just grateful and thankful that people have such a great response to, to what I'm writing. Um, so that, that, that's, that's the, uh, that's it in a nutshell. I, I think what I'm doing is I'm really exposing the anti-gun left in a way I'm, you know, pulling their pants down in public and, uh, and, uh, we need more people need to know what they're up to and how they're trying to, uh, manipulate the thought process and how they're trying to do their gun grab. Now there, there's a lot of folks that are, um, I, I, I guess wanting to bring back an assault weapons ban, what, what, what do you make of uh, that uh, situation? Well, first of all, the term assault weapon wasn't really used in the public forum until the 90s when Dianne Feinstein started using it uh, and brought it into the conversation. That term, assault weapon, is really just created to scare people. And during the 1994 assault weapons ban, um, they created the term, they scared the hell out of people, and they implemented a, 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 an assault weapons ban on top of that fear. And that assault weapons ban had a 10-year sunset, which meant that if it produced no results in, in reducing violence, it would sunset and go away. That's exactly what it did. In 04, it went away because it proved zero results in stopping violence. So the first my, my summary would be um, assault weapons. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.